This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Dead to Me Season 2. It's so here! exciting. We've been waiting for it, and it's here. And so far, it is not disappointing. Oh. But I will say, okay, first, we're only going to discuss the first episode. And there will be mild, mild spoilers, but really, not really. Right. We consider this recap to be your litmus test, whether you want to keep watching or really what I think of as a hype episode to make you want to binge the whole season. Yes. Right? Which is... Okay. That's where I fall. I wanted to keep going. Yes. I wanted oh, to hit yes. that next episode button. So let's back up a little bit and then we're going to back up kind of a lot and then we're going to push forward. <laughs> so we had intended... Yes, I know. Two steps we back, intended- one step forward. It- Got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all... But it's all planned out. So yes. it's okay then. So we had intended, we had always intended to cover Dead to Me Season 2 as one of our regular pop fiction women episodes with our favorite scenes, cringiest scenes, our favorite segment, what she said, and takeaways, which we are still planning to do. But we really, really, really got caught up in the hype of this coming out, right? Mm, Yeah. Yeah, Netflix has been reminding us everything we loved about the first season with their hashtag dead to rewatch. Oh, it's such a great hashtag, by the way. Yes, it is. And we were in and just seeing clips and thinking about our season one. I was like, okay, this is this is going to be so good. I was getting more excited. But what really did it in was last night's live table read on Facebook. Now, if you didn't join because you thought it would be boring to watch the cast on Zoom or whatever it is, reading the script for season one, episode one, you would be 100% wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were so funny. I know. So good. We were completely dazzled. Christina Applegate was so Jen. I, she just got right into it. Yes. Right I was like, it. it went from them talking like them, their real selves, and it was, which was great. And we'll talk about that. But then they, yeah. she just embodied Jen. I mean, they all did. Oh, but yeah. I was like, damn, yeah. she's back. Yes. Yes. And I thought Lynn was so Judy too. And I'm talking about even when they're not playing their characters, you're right. They did totally drop in when they were actually acting out the first episode. But even when they weren't, they so have these traces, which by the way, is just great casting. Yes. And it and it has nothing to do with their acting chops are so brilliant. This is not even like you just cast them because this is who they are. It's so much of both and it's amazing to watch them just yeah, Linda was like being so sweet, so Judy, like they were doing it for charity and mm-hmm. she kept holding up the charity's sign mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, it was just so Judy. And like you said, when they were acting, when they went into the script, when they went into the episode, man, they just dropped in. Yes. They were there, right? Yes. Both of them full on tears. Yeah. Christina Applegate screaming. Yes. Both of them sobbing, like being sad, being guilty. Oh my gosh. How about when Christina yeah. Applegate literally sang the heavy metal song when she said, you yes. know, that's her form of meditation and the song is like motherfucker blah, 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 like whatever the You fucking prick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she just starts singing it. 
oh as gosh, like a heavy yeah. metal singer. It was unbelievable. Yes. It was so good. They, I mean, it really was just amazing to see them snap into it. And there were points when they were goofing around sort of in between, even in between lines. It wasn't like the whole thing went from beginning to end. But, and Christina was like, okay, I really have to go here. Stop it. Let me like, let me drop in. And then you could see her do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know how you do that. No, I mean, I've never taken any sort of acting class or anything, but I presume that this is what a master class on how to get into character and get into your scene would be. Yeah. 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 And even for the supporting characters who, you know, Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have that many lines. They're just come dropping in. Like when Pastor Wayne starts doing his thing, I'm like, oh, Pastor Wayne, his voice. He has like the most soothing voice. It is. And he's like, look at you. We all handle grief differently. Look at you. You just flew in and to an uncontrollable rage. Yes. <laughs> so good. And you've heard these lines and you're laughing again. Mm-hmm. You're just right there. Yes. You're right yes. back. And James Marsden was so silly and goofy and adorable. He's just I adorable. He really yes. is. Yes. And I love Liz Feldman oh, sort of Liz narrating, Feldman. giving whatever they call the stage cues. Or, stage direction. Yeah, the direction. Yeah. And just, just watching her baby unfold i i loved it she was so smart and gracious and the cast really really was singing her praises oh yeah whenever anyone asked a question about you know how do you connect to this character or how do you go there in this scene they almost all said it's a testament to the writing the writing it's it's all the emotion is all there you just have to really be in it and it, it makes it easy to access even things that you think might be scary to access. Yeah. Oh, Christina amazing. Applegate almost started crying, give, talking about Liz Feldman and like the yes. gift she's given her of this yes. character. And then, of course, Liz oh. is so gracious. She's like, it's not just me. I've got a team of yes. writers. There's a writer's room, you know? So there was a lot of praise to go around. And it seemed like a true yeah. love fest. We've all seen like, you know, other people thank their cast and crew or whatever. And it just seems to be something you're supposed to do. This was genuine, sincere yeah. love and appreciation and admiration. And be, by the way, speaking of, you said Liz Feldman brought up the writer's room. She also had her BFF writing yes! buddy, Kelly Hutchinson. Which yeah, we talked there. about uh-huh. on the podcast. Yes. And it was so, I mean, that's just so most people probably maybe don't know who she is. But when when she popped on the screen and she said, for those of you who've heard me talk about, you know, my best friend and writer, mm-hmm. Kelly. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Kelly Hutchinson. I, I mean, exactly. I'm like fangirling because I know. I was Because we love that yes. story of their yes. working together. And I'm like, who else? I mean, other than you. Is, is sitting there freaking out about this. Hopefully, other people who listened to our original podcast were putting it together yes. too. They were on the Facebook Live. So that was a really that was really fun. But you're right. For me, I was totally like fangling and thinking of us. So after the whole thing was over, I texted you and I was like, Kate, we have to do something tomorrow. We yeah, we can't wait. To. I was just, yeah, yeah. I was so geeked up. Just like I'm getting again. But okay, but wait, before we get into the episode, I told you we're going to back up yet again. One more step. Mm-hmm. So- Yes, and 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 one more story. 
when we promote our show, Pop Fiction Women, we always tag the actors and the creators. Oh. Yeah, yes, yes. So, and sometimes we get a like uh-huh. or retweet. Celeste Ng retweeted our Little Fires episode. That was a mm-hmm. big moment for us. We loved that. But Liz Feldman has the most special place in our heart right now. Mm-hmm. The most special because she tweeted at us and said she enjoyed our takeaways and she said I think I'm paraphrasing but she did say but plot twist dot 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 I'm a Gemini now that means we were freaking out no one knows what that means but we were freaking out because that means she listened to our episode because in it I say that she's a Taurus and she's so uh, again sweet and gracious plot twist I'm a Gemini instead of being like hey guys you got it wrong yeah (laughs) Yes, I love that. And by the way, I know it's hard to believe, but in my internet research is not always perfect, especially, <laughs> right, for the, some of these creators yeah. are not, they're not celebrities per se. So, I mean, they certainly are to us. We fangirl over these writers and directors way more than actresses, but but whatever. I had read on the internet that her birthday was May 3rd, which is actually the premiere date for season one of Dead to Me. So I guess somehow those Dates, were switched yeah, around. I know. It's, cra- it's crazy. I know. Mm-hmm. But they were. it was still May. Sure enough, I did some more research when, I, when we got her tweet, and I found out her birthday is May 21st, which makes her, as she says, a, a Gemini. Gemini. Which, by the way, also makes so much sense because she talks about, and we highlighted it in the episode because it's such an interesting aspect. She talks about her duality, how she's part Judy, how she's part Jen. And Gemini is the twins. Mm -hmm. So a fundamental hallmark of this sign is their two-sided duality. I know this. My husband's a Gemini. I love Gemini's, but that made so much more sense. I remember researching Taurus. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, because actually I remember that on the podcast. But like you sort of read the traits of Taurus and I was like, "Mm, okay, well. And I think I said like, "Mm, we've never had a Taurus before. Like it just didn't (laughs) seem right. So this makes, yes, so much more sense. Yes, this makes so much more sense, especially the way she focuses on that duality and the way she talks about it in such an interesting way, even though she's never said she's a Gemini and about the twins that that represent that that sign and it runs through this which, whole show that's the theme which we yes. talked about the duality how both things can be true at the same time yes talk about someone really knowing themselves and playing to their strengths a lot of gemini's will find that as a weakness they're you know and some some things that write about Gemini's talk about two-faced mm-hmm. and two-faced has a bad connotation right it's like that you will turn on someone or yeah. you are one way you're talking out of both sides of your mouth she has made it into this duality that she has put into two different characters it, it's it's just too much for me I, I loved that moment so much yeah but of course I read the tweet and my husband's like so you guys fucked up I'm like no no yeah. he's like why are you so excited yeah. I'm like because makes so much more sense and also yeah. more importantly that means she listened <laughs> exactly i mean i don't think anyone I, I know i don't feel bad about fucking up no research on yes. someone's birthday i mean if i had fucked up what she had written yes. or directed or you know her her career but this is a pretty obscure thing not everybody in fact we've talked about there are a few creators that we've done that we can't find their birthday at all right and so this is not 
very obvious knowledge. It has to. It's almost a violation of privacy, but we're just going to go with the name of astrology. Yes. So, and, and while we're talking about astrology and Liz's, I have to give a shout out to my three-year college roommate, General Bestie Liz, who has been the one who's nurtured my love of astrology. Before oh, I met her, yes, I, I was limited to reading daily horoscopes and newspapers. She, in college, bought me my first book about an about oh. Aries, the one that explained my sign in depth, talked about it in relation to other signs. And not only that, even after I'd been into astrology for many years, she was the one who pushed me to do my whole chart and understanding rising signs, moon signs, and, and all of these other different aspects and houses. So Liz, Lilas. Yeah, we have a thing with Liz's. This is, this is interesting. Well, you said that this tweet from Liz Feldman is like our favorite, which it is. But yes. we, we have one other really good tweet, which was when Liz Tegelar, mm, the yeah. creator of Little Fires, said that yeah. um, that our podcast recap was the talk of the writer's room or, or the subject, right. the subject oh of gosh, a text chain right. with the writers in the writer's room. So that was our other... Yes. We're dead. That's right. Moment. So, so but pretty much another Liz. If your name is Liz, we love you. Exactly. <laughs> Please tweet us now at pop underscore women. That's our that's our Twitter <laughs> handle. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay, good. So season two, can we get into it now? Our, our big step forward. Got it. Yes. I'm yes. In. Here it is. Yes. Okay. So it's generally season two in this very first episode seems to be following the same pattern as the first season. Some massive reveals at the end of episode one, which we won't really spoil. There's also this buildup and breaking of tension throughout. It's got its signature humor. This mm -hmm. episode may even be funnier than usual, right? Or maybe I just missed Christina Apple. Yeah, I think so I think we dismissed her, but it's yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And of course the the peppy classic music. early mid twentieth century music, yeah. yes, that we've become accustomed to. It's all there. Yeah. And amazingly, it doesn't feel stale or formulaic. It feels like a really strong foundation from which this season is just gonna fucking skyrocket. Yeah. I don't know about you. That was no, my sense. Completely, completely. Yeah. And and we just yeah. we get to see Jen and Judy interacting again, which is just mm -hmm. the heart we of the show. It. Yeah. Yes, yes. So season two picks up the next morning, right? Mm -hmm. Which I was kind of surprised by yeah. right away. They're, I, I thought maybe some time had passed and they were trying to repress it. But it's right the next morning after Jen has killed Steve. The pool cover is apparently the only thing hiding between the crime scene and <laughs> hiding the crime scene, which seems ridiculous, but also seems like these two, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like the immediate aftermath of what's mm -hmm. happened. So they're just freaking out and, hey, let's just throw a cover over it and try to make some toast. <laughs> yes. And they are clearly frazzled, as you're saying, and upset, but they also have to just push on with the day right they're making school lunches yeah. coffee breakfast and as you come to expect of the show I'm laughing out loud despite the scene being about a murder of course <laughs> right when Hen for for me the first laugh out loud moment was when Henry asked why the pool was covered yeah, yeah. and then Jen comes right out with something died <laughs> Or, or somebody died, something died. Yeah, a and squirrel, then Je a Judy dog. looks at her like, oh my God. Yeah, Judy looks at her like, oh my God. And she goes with a squirrel. And Jen at the same time says a dog. And yeah. then 
he's like, oh, well, I'm not hungry. A dog died in our pool. And then they both just start rambling at the same time. Yeah. The dog would have wanted you to eat. Go ahead. The, the dog was old. It very was a very old. old dog. <laughs> I think he killed himself. Come on. That's what like Judy always goes too far. Suicide. Yes. No, in their pool. As if that's not the absolute worst like aspect of it right right really you got to go there you got to go there <laughs> they do it's always one yeah. step too far with judy yes I know, I, know. I know i know so i was a little surprised and the next scene is they're in their car and jen is supposedly dropping judy off from which they will never speak to each other again yeah we know of course that's not true but i'm surprised that the women are still playing their roles, right? The ones we saw so much in season one. Jen is the angry, wronged party and Judy is the empathetic fixer. Yeah. I had, I think we talked about it at the end of our episode for season one where we said we expected them to switch roles in, or I said I expected them to switch roles, but maybe it's just too early. I mean, we are literally a few minutes into this episode right right uh, right now yeah. you're right they're in their typical roles jen is actually pretty aggressive you know Tell yeah me. i love oh, what yeah. she says you tend to get a little confessy <laughs> yeah as if that's a word but it's true right. and she was like, or I, a bad thing yeah, exactly and she's like i only can, got that way to help you you know yeah but jen yeah. is very aggressive and like yeah. you know telling then, her not and to then, say anything yeah, and then Judy says, don't worry, I can lie. And she's like, oh, right, you can lie. Yes. That's right. Yeah, you're good <laughs> oh at that. Gosh. I know. Yes. I know. Yes. Yeah, and then they, they do position it some in a way that it kind of makes sense that they're still in these roles. Judy is apologizing. I'm so sorry that I started this shit storm. Mm-hmm. She says, I wouldn't want to put you in more danger. And then you think to yourself, well, is you're kind of thinking it kind of is Judy's fault. Like if she had never gone to this grief group to find Jen Mm -hmm. and connect with her and ingratiate herself into her life, they would never be so enmeshed or entwined and probably none of this would happen. Now I'm not blaming Judy, but in that moment, the way they position it, you're kind of like, Oh, Jen kind of is the victim still here. And Judy kind of is the one who's fucking everything up at every turn. Right. And Jen, is saying at this point that he was in my face he was trying to strangle me i had to fight back so she oh, is yeah. now uh, even at that point i'm like hmm i, I, I yes. oh, you already start thinking is that really what happened but whatever you're to your point she's is positioned here literally as the victim that she just had to yes fight back That's in right. self-defense right not only the victim i was thinking the victim yeah. of judy yes. and her you know wayward helping ways but but there's um, that but you're right yeah she does yeah you're right she does tell this story and it doesn't come off so great it Mm. comes off very neat and yeah like all right this is I'm not really gonna I'm not really buying this that that Steve came after her and she had to strangle uh, he was strangling her and if she hadn't killed him she would have died herself yeah Jen can't sell that very well because she can't sell the victim very well being the victim so right right so Jen um uh, so then Jen drops Judy off. And Wait, I was just going to say each, in yes. one thing more. In that scene, yeah. I felt like Jen was very like Steve-like. Remember in the first season how Steve mm. was always yelling at Judy not to tell and like, don't fuck this up and keep your mouth closed. Oh. you know. And then when Jen was doing it, 
And I get why Jen was telling her not to because Judy does tend to open her mouth. But I was Mm -hmm. like, ooh, I'm like having flashbacks to Steve yelling at her. Right. You know? Interesting. Okay. I, was, I hadn't thought I was of just that. Thinking, but yeah, Jen is that makes all sense. Steve right now. Interesting. Mm. Yes, I see that. Okay. We're going to keep an eye on that. Yeah. So Jen drops Judy off, and they're both in their separate. The, the camera is cutting back and forth between them. Judy is cleaning up in a bathroom, cleaning the blood off of herself, and Jen is cleaning up some stray blood around her pool. And Connie Francis is singing Who's Sorry Now? Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I was like, who is sorry now? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it's not clear, but you're totally intrigued, or I yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jen never so, really looks yeah. all that sorry. I mean, I, I, Judy no. is more crying in the mirror and <gasps> scrubbing mm-hmm. the blood, you know, and, and Jen looks yeah. like she's just on a mission to to clean the shit up basically you know right she's got the right walk the hose and mm-hmm. i don't know so yeah it, it's an interesting juxtaposition with the song playing too which it is, is they have great song it, choices i know yes very good so then we get to a little bit of judy's grief and frustration which you could see gosh this scene is just brilliant because you could see it does not come naturally to her to really she just always wants to fix something and if she doesn't have something to fix she doesn't know how to manage her emotions so she's sitting in this in the retirement community's storage closet and she swats at a coffee maker and she's like and i'm like oh look at her like swatting it down it makes a big clanking sound but of course what does she do she picks it up she's like oh like sorry coffee maker like pets it a little like pets it okay you're 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 good you're back on the shelf yes yes like why it's not your fault i don't know why i took it out on you i'm sorry coffee maker it's so funny um then she eats pudding pudding kind of made me feel sick which because i hate pudding first of all and then also the idea of crying and shoving food into your mouth like that was just made me feel sick but yeah yeah i'm more with jen the the crying and shoving wine into your mouth i I don't get the pudding (laughs) there's plenty of that too so yes yes oh which then that's where we're going in the next scene we have the neighbor karen coming back over this was a massive laugh out loud for me (laughs) oh all of it all of it but by the way also love this callback to the first season they're doing which the first season, the first episode opens with Karen at the door bringing mm-hmm. a vegetable lasagna. Why are the raisins in it? Nobody knows. But the, again, the callback to Karen right away, right in the first episode. And she comes over and she says, do you want to drink orange wine with me? And Jen's like, what's orange wine? I don't know. I read it on a Reddit subthreader about a subthread about menopause. menopause. I mean, <laughs> so this tells you everything you need to know about neighbor karen right yeah. she's meticulous and she has way too much time on her hands and she's obsessed with security which we know from the last yes. season um guns yes. and security but she's she yes. gets right into it here that's right and well because she, she also uh, because when she walks yeah. up we should say jen is removing the security cameras that she had literally just installed and did 
speak to Karen about when she did it. I love how Karen's like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, we really like the one we have. It's what Mossad uses. Yeah. It's like, what? Yes. You have what, yes, what the exactly. Israeli like special forces people use yes, for security? Because that's what does. you need in Laguna or wherever they are in Orange County. That's yes. important. Yes, Karen. Um, yes. And she believes it. You know she does. It's yeah. so good. Uh, and then Karen, in typical Karen, she kind of pushes she's like i heard a man back here last night i love Jen's like oh it must have been charlie right that the, her older son yeah no karen's like no no it didn't sound like it sounded like a full-grown man and then jen <laughs> of course goes, well you got me i was fucking a full-grown man and then karen <laughs> does not let go i don't know it sounded like an argument doesn't mince words doesn't go oh doesn't pause and try to entertain it whatever and she goes, well, and Jen goes back this with, well, Karen, you don't know how I fuck. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> there we go. Jen wins. Oh, my Jen God. Jen wins. Karen Jen? gulps and changes the subject. And it's just brilliant. Oh, my gosh. I literally have like 20 exclamation points next to that. Well, yes. you don't know how I fuck. <laughs> I literally and she's like, oh, can't say anything about that. No, hmm, that okay. silences her. Yes. Oh, that Jen was wins. the best. And Karen, so like good. you said, she's even in the last season. She she gets one more line until Jen just shuts her down. It's like, don't come at mm-hmm. me. You you will not. That's win. right. Go get That's the right. orange wine fire. and get back over here because yes. I need to check your video camera footage. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's do this. And then we go back to Judy, and she we meet the woman who will be taking over Abe's room. Her name is Flo, and she is a spitfire. Oh, wait, but right before that, sorry, we have to say, right, oh, what should we, or that's not a spoiler, what Karen finds in the pool. Well, that doesn't happen yet. First, we go to Abe's room. They cut back. Oh, okay. I have them flipped in my notes. this is when, because, because, but I did forget something. Thank you. Because then when Karen gulps and changes the subject to the security camera, uh, she she tells her she has a whole street view and Jen's like a whole street view why don't you go get that orange wine and come back with that yeah. and, she, she, and then Karen's just standing there she's like really it's only 1130 and Jen's like hop hop and she shoots the, the drill she like starts the drill motor oh my god and she just so runs and good. does it of course yes and she runs away and Karen wants to... a friend you know that's obviously yes. always been the thing like they've been neighbors but yes. but she's never really hung out with her and so she just yes. like wants her to hang out with her so badly that she's like oh okay let me go get it yes and she runs and practically trips yeah uh it's it's so good I see a lot for Karen I really hope she has something big and she did have something big in the end of season one which she's the one who says you know you can shoot someone in your backyard a self-defense you can't yeah Yeah, you you can protecting your property yep Mm -hmm. yes yes so i hope she has another i'm sure she will have another big mirror moment where she has a a big thing for the for the show story yeah she's so good so we meet um the woman who's taking over abe's room flow she's a spitfire and so is her daughter by the way karen or no is it no it's not karen no i I didn't hear her i don't remember her name yeah 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 so she judy's doing her usual judy like welcome this is the best place i'm the arts and crafts director blah 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 she's being judy and then she leaves the room and flo just looks up at her daughter and says keep her away, away from, from me. me and her daughter's so like good. she can hear you eh, whatever yeah, it's so good and then judy's phone rings in the hallway 
unknown caller mm-hmm. and you get the again that moment of okay what's going on there you've reminded that this is not just a funny show it's actually there's a murder right. <laughs> we don't know what has happened and mm-hmm. we're still trying to figure all of that out and Jen comes or no Karen comes over with her orange wine which Jen said which she asked Jen how is how it is oh, Jen it's says so- it's great really coats the mouth I- <laughs> She doesn't even look up. She's just looking down no. at the security camera. And she's like, how's it? She's like, yeah, it really coats the mouth. Anyway, and just so keeps looking. Fucking, yeah, her delivery so is so awesome. So good. So good, that delivery. Um, but she is really enthralled in, she's looking at Karen's phone and the footage. And we see on this footage that we see Steve's car pull up mm-hmm. and and him walk into to, towards Jen's house. We also see later Judy running away from the house and getting in his car. Mm-hmm. So Jen is really, really engrossed in this, and she doesn't realize that Karen has stood up and starts to open the pool cover. Yeah, and you're—I don't know about you, but my yeah. stomach was like in my, in my throat. I was like, like oh, oh god. My god, oh god, oh god, yeah. Like, will there be a body? Will there be? all blood will she be able to see anything yeah and you know with this i mean there's always twists and reveals so i'm thinking surely the body can't be in there but i'm just expecting like you're i was at the edge of my seat because i'm like what is it gonna be like right Uh, because there's always something crazy oh absolutely yeah um and of course the pool is totally clean Mm -hmm. so that's okay tension but then also they break that tension and then then it just keeps escalating. Yeah, well, because she's saying yeah. like, oh, there's a sound because um, Jen's like, what the hell are you doing? And she, Karen's like, well, there's a right. sound coming from your dream. You don't want anything stuck in there. Could be a nightmare. And you're like, uh-huh. yes, it really could be. A, no, it actually is it, a nightmare. It is a nightmare. And then she's yes, like, yep, yes. here's the culprit. So even the words right. they're using, right? Here's the culprit. Right. Um, yes, and could be a nightmare yeah yeah yeah. nightmare here's the culprit and it's like nothing Mm -hmm. there's so yeah there's no body there's no blood but she's just like oh and holds up that little wooden bird that judy had given right which judy gave to henry right about to as a symbol of his father so yeah she's like oh it's just a toy and then karen was like makes a a joke mm. about like last night like 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 she used it as like a sex toy (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which clearly Karen has never seen a sex toy in her life. No. Because it doesn't look like a wooden bird. <laughs> no. I don't know what one would do with a wooden Exactly. I don't want to know. I guess people could do all sorts of things. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So at this point in the episode, you've got Jen's false sounding story. We're having moments of flashback. We're seeing some security footage. And you're just you're reminded again like the first episode of the first season that this is kind of a mystery it does the first episodes always have this real mystery feeling that that doesn't stay because it is a different kind of show it it turns more drama as to how it's going to all reveal itself but these first episodes and I remember this because in the first episode of the first season I was like I don't know if I really want to watch this this is going to get complicated and I don't know if if I care that much about all of this and I didn't feel that way this time because I know and trust the writers but it does have more of a feeling of a mystery than a real friendship story or a comedy or a drama even though there are some light moments so therefore 
they're going with that formula again. They make you relax with these sweet moments. They make you laugh and then they punch you in the gut with a twist. Yeah. Yeah. We will get a little more of the the friendship towards the end here though. Yeah. Oh, no. The second season. Yeah. It's already built out. I meant in the first season. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there are some relaxing sweet moments when Judy gets, finds the car, the keys to Abe's car and she needs a car, obviously. So they tie it back to Abe, which is so smart for those writers to do. Um, Charlie's driving and he's being taught has been taught by his father before he passed away or before he was killed and then Judy hugging Abe's car all these kind of sweet moments that are also you're like this is not sweet this is not a sweet show so where is my gut punch coming I know there's some massive heart swallowing twist that's gonna come but even those scenes that you're saying are sweet like again because Mm -hmm. there's always more than one thing or feeling Mm -hmm. in any given scene like even the driving with charlie like you said yeah that was sweet i mean he mentions his dad taught him but then like then she's like so why didn't you tell me like and he's he goes well dad said not to didn't want to piss you off and you're like ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, good point her yeah. anger right but yes. then this car flies past them or blows through a stop sign or there is no stop sign or whatever no, yeah and yeah. she goes nuts like and, yes. you know screaming nuts and cursing, cursing and screaming and fuck yes literally a second after she was like oh dad didn't want me to tell you, you didn't want you to get pissed off so then yeah. you're right back to her fucking anger and rage and then you're also reminded yeah. at least i was of their relationship her and her husband and that he'd been lying to her so like in one scene that was what maybe a minute and a half that went from this touching driving oh that's nice he really was a good dad you reminded of that and then you're reminded oh shit he was actually afraid of his wife he was afraid of jen and her anger and then she displays her fucking anger yes and you're like that all happened in a minute 30 seconds i fucking felt every one of those things and that is just and so brilliant yeah oh yeah and by the way even something more than that, you see Charlie for the first time yeah, showing his anger. Yeah. When she's screaming, he's screaming at her. He's saying, you know, that person can't hear you. Stop yelling. Um, they're gone. Why are you screaming? They, right. You know, so he's screaming and cursing at her too. And you see the moment where like, oh, apple tree right next to each yeah. other. Here they are, right? Yeah. Which is interesting. And then she says, don't cuss at me, which is yes. hilarious because she just cussed at him. Yeah. The whole time. And it's also interesting because maybe then, I don't know, but maybe then we're going to start to see the ways Henry was kind of like the father. Because Henry is so different. He would never yeah. curse and scream, and but Charlie is. And is much maybe more that's like just Jen. Be- yeah. Exactly. And I love when she tells him right after that when she wants to petition for a stop sign and he's like, you're mm-hmm. overreacting. Mm-hmm. And Jen says, don't ever tell a woman she's overreacting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is, I loved this. She was like, usually yes. we're underreacting. So she basically, she's like, yes. I'm reacting this. I'm reacting perfectly. Like this yeah. is how because I this react. is my reaction. Because yeah, this yes. is my reaction. So don't tell me yeah. I'm overreacting. It's my right. reaction. And ah, exactly. oh, I love that. Yeah, by the way, have to just put in there that the dinner at the table scenes are always so good. And in the table read on Facebook last night, 
we got to hear Charlie say twat waffle again. Yes. I was reminded of how good that fucking word is and so why good. I still am not using it. I'm not using it nearly enough, Kate. I no, need to we have to get that really, into the vocabulary. Yes, yes, yes it's gonna, That's. it seems very important. It's it, such a good word. It is. So, so then Henry has a, a nightmare. So you know something horrible is coming and then we hear Henry screaming from his room. Jen goes in there and presumes he's had a nightmare and he tells her a little bit that he's scared she's going to be taken away and oh I mean Mm. that's just heart-wrenching and if it wasn't heart-wrenching enough on your own then we see Jen sobbing in her room alone just falling apart and you're like okay I get it this is this is this is where we're gonna see yeah and we're gonna see the other side of Jen or another side of Jen where she starts to fall apart instead of just having the rage keep everything together. Right, right. I think there's going to be a lot of going back and forth. Yes, The rage, the the bawling, the the drinking, and she starts pouring some more wine. Yeah, and she calls Judy. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they have a a great exchange. I mean, the moment Judy is in the car and she has this bit of physical comedy, how they managed to pull this off. Like, yeah, let's write a physical comedy moment in – this murderous crazy (laughs) bizarre dramedy dramedy whatever yes uh and then pull it off is amazing judy's reaching over to uh jen hears a noise outside and she's asked where are you it's very loud there's a garbage truck in the back and jen's trying to or judy's trying to roll the window up up, and she reaches across the car and just falls flat on her face oh and i love that she's like i'm outside my dentist's office oh do you go do you use dr so-and-so oh yeah yeah totally of course (laughs) judy oh my god but yeah then they're in bed watching the yeah and then so judy comes over right right yeah judy comes over and they're they're Cut back to, to their old favorite bed. show, mm-hmm. which did we even well, talk drinking about wine. this? Like yeah, well, on the yeah. last one about, I know we talked about the facts of life and she said, you know, you're such a Blair and all that. But like, mm-hmm. did you watch the fact, I fucking love the facts of life. And I used to watch yeah. that all the time as a kid. And I just love that they've brought that back. I love even yes. the little snippets I get to see. And they're like, I wish everyone needs a Mrs. Garrett in their life. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I need to rewatch that show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's so probably, I'm sure. I I did watch it, but I don't really remember. I don't remember watching it a ton. Yeah, I, don't I watched a it lot about a it. A lot. Um, I also, but I did love on the table read last night. Pastor Wayne said he thought he was the Mrs. Garrett of yeah. the group. Oh, I yes. love that. Yeah, right. that was good. That was good. So yeah, they're watching the facts of life. They're not debating who is yeah. who at this point, but they're just and in an. In an interesting twist, Judy starts to talk about her childhood. Yeah. Yeah, because Jen says, well, I had to invite you over. I can't have you sleeping in your car. And Judy's like, ah, it's no big deal. I slept in my car for over a year with my mom. And you're like, whoa, whoa what? Exactly. Huh? What? I, I wrote like, what? Question mark. And of yeah. course, Jen doesn't even ask. She just, I mean, she no. looks at her empathetically, but she doesn't yeah. ask any questions. So then I was like, oh, yeah. that's a new bit of information. It is. And I think it's probably because Judy just seems to take it in stride. Like, oh, it's no big deal. I did it. It's not so bad. Yeah. We had a hatchback. It was a hatchback. (laughs) Yeah. It's a hatchback. And then Jen breaks down and she says, I don't know what to do, Judy. And she's just crying. She says, it feels impossible. Mm -hmm. And I love when they say, I didn't, she says, I didn't know how good I had it just 
being regular, being unhappy. regular, unhappy. And then they're like, "Yeah, what I wouldn't give for just some deep dissatisfaction." <laughs> instead of this mess that they are in oh god that was easy yeah. even humor in the middle of their crying yes. and comforting yes and and jen breaks down not just alone which we have seen before but she breaks down to judy and i feel like that's yeah. a big big yeah gro- point of growth and then if that's not enough she turns to to Judy and says I'm so so, so sorry. sorry I know yeah. I felt yeah. like that was a big step for her huge huge and then because the writers know we might be doubting this otherwise they show us what happens between Jen and Steve which we're not going to spoil here but yeah they give you wow. the full flashback we just had little bits wow. yeah and yeah. now we see and finally what really happened at the end of the last yeah. episode of season one, which we never right. really what saw. What happened after that, right? Yeah. And yikes. Yikes. It's Yeah. It's, We're going to have a yeah. lot to talk about with that. Yes, when we come back. I know. I cannot wait to see how they they do this. And then there is one last twist at the end, which I think you said. I, you know me, I'm always a completely oblivious to what's going on in the world outside the, the real, you know, people talking about the show or characters right. talking about or actors talking about the show to promote it they have to do interviews and then they talk about things and give away little things but at the very end that judy is living with jen again and someone rings the doorbell there's a man standing there and the door is opens and it's james marsden now and he just says good morning yeah that's right and we don't know if it's supposed to be steve we don't know if it's a dream there is something surreal or weird looking about it that I immediately thought, okay, this isn't Steve, even though I see it is. Him. Yeah. And they both go over to the door together, which seemed very forced. Like, why are you both like, you I know? did feel like that Yeah. Too. But like, they were talking. So it was like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And yeah. they just walked there together kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, but that yeah. was a shock for me. I, like I said, I've read nothing. I saw nothing. So I don't know what it is. It took, literally took all of my willpower to stop because I didn't want to, I'm certain that as soon as episode two starts, they'll explain why Mm -hmm. James Marsden is standing there and what this is supposed to be. Is Christina Applegate going to wake up from a dream? Right. Will this be somebody else? Who knows? I don't know. But I know it will be well thought out and well done because, and an an important thing because the writers just, they're so good. And we're just so happy that James Marsden's here. Oh, yeah. I don't even care what he, who, if he, I hope. You know, I I thought yes. he was so good. In yeah, that, well, one. I will say that's that's one thing. I did know that he was back on set filming for season two, but I had assumed that he was doing all flashbacks. Yeah. It would be older scenes that Judy would be explaining about, or certainly I assumed that they would have filmed what happened between him and Jen at, 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 outside of her pool. Right, So right. I knew he was on set. This was a shock to see his face in real time mm-hmm. so i'm i don't know we'll see where it goes see, but this is what they do these great twists and I like you know. said particularly at the end of the first one um mm-hmm. but i i mean they do it that's kind of their oh, thing yeah. almost There's either so at many. the end of everyone or the thing that gets you to hit that next button you know and yes yes we did yeah. restrain oh, they ourselves they know how to do that but yeah no they know how to do that for sure that's why I said we either have to do one episode this morning 
or we have to do like four because I know from again if they're following that same pattern season one it was just like the hit the hits the hits the hits it was like first we know it was Judy and then we find out he's cheating and then we find out who it is and they go confront her and then we find out he killed her I mean it was like yeah just one after the other and then the show's gets a little bit less twisty and more of like okay how is this all going to come out and what's going to happen with this so i'm so so excited to see how this happens good for season two right that you can have these kind of twists and such a a show that like propels you forward and you want to know who did it and what happened but also like we said it's just like such a beautiful friendship and their relationship Mm -hmm. is as much a part of it as as the twists and the turns i mean and just even how they're like two there is this craziness right like like you said there's a a cover over a pool and you know somebody died and they're Mm -hmm. like still making lunches and the and and kind of having like nice moments between each other Mm -hmm. and making sure the kids get to school and it's just your brain is like oh my god all of this is happening. how do i process all of this exactly oh it's so good yeah great writing Obviously, that's something we focus on. But of course, the acting is oh, just yeah. incredible. Both so Christina good. and Linda, so, so, so good. Yeah. So good. Everyone, so good. So I think we've answered your opening question. Like, uh, do we want to keep going? Uh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, so we will be back with season two the whole recap one of our usual episodes probably at the end of the month to give you some time to watch if you're not bingers give you some time to watch and then we'll unpack it all at the end of the month this has been pop fiction women with corinne and kate if you loved this episode please leave a review and if you hated it email us we want to hash it out Love us or hate us, don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. And keep it complicated.